Welcome back to the Adventures Log Podcast, the show where my dog tells me when I should record it. My name is Adam and I will be your host into this journey. Alright guys, so today, like always, we're going to start uh, with a sip of a drink of uh, random alcoholic value. <sighs> and then let's see what's on the agenda today. Like always, we're going to have uh, uh, our two segments. In the first one, I speak about something random, like uh, what's on my mind. And in the second one, I roll up on short adventure and we play some D&D. If you would like to try something really cool, just go like this. Hey Google, play the Adventurer's Log podcast. Okay, D&D Adventurer's Log. I'll pick up where you got to. And that's it. If you're on Android, if you are on an iPhone, you can ask Siri. Just search out uh, Adventurer's Log podcast. Okay, so firstly, I keep struggling with a name for this segment, so up until now, I uh, I called it Legally Stupid, because there were just things that pissed me off, but I realized that I have more on my mind than just uh, negative stuff. I also have positive stuff, or maybe neutral, or whatever. You get it, right? So, for now, I'll, I'll cancel out the, the Legally Stupid name of this segment. Because I was actually thinking, were we, and by we I mean humanity, prepared for the internet as a thing? And obviously since you're for sure listening to me because you have internet, the answer should be yeah. But I wanted to elaborate more because there are some social implications to the internet that are often overlooked. Sure, there is the fact that you can access uh, the pretty much some total knowledge of humanity and then you can talk to your grandma and Facebook can find your long lost uh, I don't know childhood friend that uh, you haven't talked to in years and so on and so forth but there are stuff that linger beneath the surface that uh, I think are pretty fascinating and are worth exploring and today we're going to talk about uh, I don't know if there's a term for it but let's just call it social bubbling all right so what do I mean by that well on any social media that's large enough to to the point of where they have to use some sort of algorithm to deliver your uh, uh, tweet feed or news feed or uh, emoji feed or picture feed or uh, random bullshit story feed or whatever feed there is actually i was going to say there is a large chance of you uh bubbling but i realize now that there is a guarantee that uh, you will bubble yourself and by bubble yourself i mean the said platform whether it's twitter or facebook or snapchat or whatever has a large vested interest to keep you on the platform and deliver you ads or deals or whatever they want to monetize you from basically both ends first they they uh, gather all this info about you and maybe they can uh, show you some ads and second they make the information that's available on your side uh, available to advertisers or to people who well to advertisers let's keep it simple for now and so by having a vested interest to keep you on the platform they need to show you stuff that you like if they don't show you stuff that you like they will not keep you on the platform and then objective fail right you go somewhere else they don't make any money so 
I don't know this for sure, but my educated guess is that it works in the, the following way. First, they start observing you, what do you like, what don't you like, and instead they start sort of profiling you and seeing whatever, in which categories uh, you favor and so on and so forth, with what posts you interact more rather than less, and then they start delivering only that and only that and only that, and since we're capable of uh, having some self-taught AI, how, uh, since we're capable of having uh, self-taught uh, bots that can deliver you the content, this can go to a, a ridiculous uh, extent, right? So it isn't just that, hey, Facebook knows that you like puppies and some other stuff and, uh, you know, movies by, uh, movies with Jack Nicholson in them, right? It's the fact that they know your behavior on the platform and they can see that uh, uh, when you interact with certain posts, your engagement goes up because you comment and you go in and you make a, a ruckus, right? It's like that with uh, with Twitter and all other social medias as well, I think. And then you start asking the question, is it worth the hustle to unbubble yourself? Well, let's put it this way. If you are in a certain bubble, you will get only stuff that you like and uh, you should never interact with other stuff. You don't mess up their, their models that they have about you. And so uh, they deliver better ads and you have an overall better experience but if you use social media like most of us do uh, to look sometimes at news or gather uh, yeah, other stuff information right search stuff on twitter research uh, news on uh, on facebook and so on and so forth right you can never do that with any accuracy uh, just by looking into your feed because that will never work they will never deliver you an article let's say that they think might offend you because you won't stay on the platform and if they know this they won't deliver it to you and i don't mean it like oh there, there's a guy and his job uh, the whole day is uh, just to make sure that no, no no none of that i just mean that if you get a smarter bot and train it to just deliver stuff that your prospects might enjoy he will know to do only this he will not know how to uh, give bad news basically and deliver like uh, nasty articles that they, you wouldn't enjoy and they will make you angry or sad right unless you're super into that if you're not into getting mad or getting sad they will not show you those kind of stuff unless you search them up and this would be my advice to anyone who uses any social media. Get out of your bubble zone. I won't say comfort zone because it's not about that. It's just a bubble that happens, I would say, naturally. Get out of your bubble and look around. There might be other stuff that you like and there will certainly be stuff that you don't like. And it's important to see both because if you don't, you lose your perspective on the world and then you think that either uh, 
things are very 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 bad and the world will explode tomorrow or you go to the other extreme and uh, you're like uh, i don't know uh, you start talking about race issues because uh, uh, latest news was something about some sort of shampoo that didn't really complement uh, people of uh, african descent over people of uh, european descent just to put it this way i mean okay sure i guess but on the other side come on seriously for sure get out of your bubble people and that has been what's on my mind for this week yeah, let's just fucking play some dnd when last we left our heroes this rather new formed band of adventurers have uh, previously uh, handled the relocation of uh, a small town called the Hayloft to to another place after it was uh, outrun by out uh, flooded by zombies and because uh, the main guy of the group Nibelmev a half orc fighter has some sort of beef with uh, with uh, a lich called the uh, Fiakasha Stormfur they uh, sort they were sort of teleported to to a prison site where they had to pass a sort of divine challenge in order to prove their innocence and get out which it happened and uh, the divine being Faleg uh, that was uh, handling the 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 trial at the end told them uh, that they should go to the eternal city and uh, to just start researching the Stormfur family that uh, they might find some interesting stuff about them and so we will start just at the point where they were teleported out of the of the prison now let's roll for some sort of adventure like always we shall roll for for boop, boop, for the dungeon go and the wilderness go and we'll see which one is more interesting so we got a six which is retrieve a stolen hidden uh, retrieve a stolen item hidden in a dungeon that's a dungeon go and then the wilderness go it's an 18 protect a wilderness site from attackers okay all right and now other goals and nine nine infiltrate a fortified location and then and then let's see the npcs so adventure villains adventure villains six seven and i have a seven i'm dead with any agenda okay and then allies a four nah we already got a soldier let's oh and i rolled the, the wrong die like always okay to a nine a nine eh we already got a celestial ally let's do it again a five oh priest cool 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 venture patron this is a 20 yeah 17 so uh, it's a parent or other family member and then let's see adventure introduction it's also 12 so 
Uh, I got a one. So while traveling in the wilderness, characters while traveling in the wilderness, the characters fall into a sinkhole that opens beneath their feet, dropping them into the adventure location. Cool. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Then the adventure climber. Also a twelve. I already got a two. Let's try again. A three. So the action of the adventurers or the villain result in a cataclysmic event the adventurers must stop. Alright, okay. So this sounds a bit better. Cool, coolish, cool, cool, cool. Test? Okay. Alright, so with that being said, let's play some Dungeons and Dragons. Let's play some Dungeons and Dragons. Alright, so just ha just as the divine entity named Falek uh, touched Nibelmev on his uh, forehead, he disappeared and reappeared in the place where they were uh, sent into that prison. But time seems to have progressed here, not just uh, in the prison. And so uh, the necromancers appear not to be in the area anymore. And so, hey man, I mean, let's... I'm pretty tired, but I think we should, you know, go towards the the eternal... I mean, towards the city of the room. I'm, I'm fucked up, man. Maybe we should, like, take a nap or something. And so that happens. They take a nap. After the nap, just as the morning was setting on, because when they arrived it was uh, uh, dusk, they will... Actually, let's see what happens in the night. No, I rolled shit. A 3, a 4, and an 11. So nothing really happens. They hear some minor uh, bumps and bruises. And yeah, I'm, I'm actually rolling for the environment to hit them, not uh, the other way around. So they get up bright and early and fresh. And they start going and going towards uh, the city of the room to ask for uh, the help of the Arcana Verite to grant further assistance, assistance to the refugees of uh, Hayloft. And so as they go, they will... Uh, at some point uh, pass through some uh, clearing and as they step on the grass the whole floor collapses beneath them and now I will make an acrobatics check to see how they land Bell gets hurt Oh, Sasha rolls a natural 20 and then let's see about Jameson Jameson also gets hurt and they take well not that much damage, but so Sasha gets nada, and the guys get so four at thirteen, and the other guy gets also a two. So they land with a thundering uh, uh, sound inside of this uh, apparently ruined crib. Oh my God! We are having the longest fucking week. Yeah, man. I I totally agree. We can seem to take a break. Well, I mean, man. At least I didn't get hurt this time. Let's let's try to. And as they look up, 
they don't uh, really see a way for them to climb up. I know, man. I think we should look around. Maybe we'll find something useful or even an easier way to get out. Trying to climb those fucking who... Trying to... Oh, man. Look at that beam, man. That support beam. You see it? Yeah, I, I see it. Yeah. This whole room is barely standing. Let's, let's get the fuck out. And as soon as they exit the room, they hear the rest of the floor collapsing and uh, sealing up the door behind them. And so they start walking for a bit. Uh, they light up some torches and they start looking around and walking quietly. So as they were walking, they hear a sound and they go completely still and try to go sneakily. Jesus. Oh, and... Whoa, still good. So... I have an overall average of 15 stealth for the group, which is amazing, I think. And let's see, some sort of... Whoa! Christ. Okay, I also rolled a perception for the other guys. Because they start hearing voices and sounds, and at some point somebody goes, Hey, man, who's over there, man? Yo, who's there, man? And you can hear uh, Sasha going, Oh, man. I mean, what the fuck? Where, man? Is that you, Carl? Carl, is that you? Yeah, man. Hey, Sasha. Why are you here, man? And how come you're coming from the other way, man? And at this point, they they go near and they can see that uh, there's a guy that looks just like Sasha. Same mannerism, same stuff. Almost the same voice. But he's just wearing a gray robe and uh, he has a pin with uh, a lyra, with uh, uh, the musical instrument, with a harp, right? On his chest. Yeah, brother, man. Uh, meet my two companions, man. Like, this is Nibel. Yeah, the big guy is Nibel. And the little guy is uh, Jameson, man. Whoa, man. So you say you just. F fell in yeah man the f the, the, this building is not that safe i mean i know what the fuck happened man all right man L let me take you to my boss it's uh it's over this way man so come on sasha oh my dude we have to catch up man and so they go forward just as they uh they start walking forward leaving uh, nibel and jameson behind a little bit dumb shock at some point jameson is like yo evil I, I, dude i didn't think that there was another person like sasha existing in the world oh yeah i i i totally get you i i didn't think that i would see like a duplicate or a fucking twin or something of his and so they walk forward for like a few minutes and uh Cal, uh, the brother of Sasha, takes them into a room and points out uh, an elderly dwarf and says, uh, Hey, Torek. Hey, man. And Torek is like, Yeah, what? What's up? Yo, man. I, I, found, I found my brother, man, wandering through the crib, man. And then this is his group, man. They sort of fell in, man. 
Alright, Cal, uh, I think uh, I think I can take it from here. Please uh, resume your duties. Well, man, I actually wanted to stay a bit to to catch up with you know with my brother, man. Alright, alright, just stay here, Cal, and uh, just stay here and be quiet for for who are you people? I'm uh, Liberal Mel. Pleased to meet you, Torex, sir. We are sort of. Uh, uh, we were going towards uh, the city of the room, sir, and we fell in. We met uh, this gentleman who apparently looks remarkably like our already present gentleman. And uh, that's it. Uh, if I may ask, uh, I don't uh, I don't really recognize your insignia. Are you priest or what, what order are you from? And uh, the dwarf was like, yeah, you wouldn't. It's not really that venerated. But uh, we serve the goddess Lyra. She is the goddess of music and merriment and boldness. So uh, and just as he says that, you can hear like a, a sort of screeching and the moaning and the shadows start uh, rising up from the ground and you can see uh, and everyone can see this skeletal figure clad in robes who goes how does he go oh he goes oh my dark you are to be congratulated <laughs> did you enjoy your time in prison and uh, Actually, Nibel will just start hitting him. So he rolls a natural 20 and he jumps up hero style like uh, in in 300 when when Leonidas jumps to, to throw that spear to that guy like hero jump, right? And so he pulls out his sword and jumps hero style and smack the... His sword hits the the floor, and the image of Fiakasha uh, stone for distorts and then reforms once again. And he says, uh, <laughs> "Did you think that I would waste my time coming here in person? Oh, I just came to mock you and to congratulate you. I just to mock you, cause you see, you escape a prison." It's very expensive to put people in. And nobody ever escapes from there. And I wanted to see you from myself. And just keep an eye. You seem to be capable. So, today we shall play a game. And you can see how his image goes away. And everyone starts looking around. And after like two minutes everyone settles down. They are... And Torig is like... Yo, who's that and what the fuck is going on? And Nivelle goes, well, apparently I just sort of released him and he's grateful or he's, I don't know what, what does he want from me, but he keeps following me around. And so you're telling me that this, that thing is following you around half and then it's your fault that it's here. Well, 
Yeah, but there's nothing I can really do about it, so I don't know what can I say. Well, you could, for instance, just, uh, I don't know, deal with him? Go to the mages, maybe? What can I tell you, Torek? We were going. He just doesn't leave him me. He can't leave me alone, it seems. Yo, man, I think we should maybe gather everyone here and get the fuck out of here. You know, what do you say, Sasha? Yeah, man, I, I totally agree with my brother here. We should gather everyone and get the fuck out. And so uh, they start get, gathering everybody. And it's in total, there are like six other priests with. Uh, so there are eight priests in total, right? six randos and then there's sasha's brother and tore and sasha goes not sasha cal goes like well my dudes you seem like you're the type of people who break skulls and do other stuff and i know my brother he's like really into nature and so you know maybe what do you say master Torek? should we maybe hire them for some muscle in protection just to get out of here and Tori goes like actually Carl that's I don't know what's wrong with you today you had like 14 good ideas you should keep smoking whatever you you're currently smoking it seems to be helping you yeah I would like to hire you to we are seeking passage to the eternal city after we are done here where we will go to the room we will charter a carriage to so or maybe some carriages because there's lots of us to Orlane and from there we will seek passage on a boat to the eternal city we would like to hire you to be our bodyguards for this journey these are uh, let's say extraordinary circumstances well Leaving that aside, I mean, we just fell in, but why were you guys here? Well, we were actually here to inter one of our members. He was very fond of this script, and so we came here and, and placed his ashes just in, uh, in here, and that's it, we are going to get out now. And just as he says that, the shadows rise up just at the entrance once again, and uh, the form of... Uh, Fiakasha forms again. Alright, so hello everyone. I have just set up our game for today. I made sure that everything is locked up very tight. You cannot get out of here, not yet. But there's a high priest that has just been interred here. And fortunately, you were talking about him just now. So that guy has been interred here, and I have risen his spirit. <laughs> and he's very pissed, and uh, I have convinced him that you are a threat to his order, and he should maybe keep you here. Have fun, guys. And he disappears. And so, uh, just as he disappears, two lights float in through the walls and uh, the guy Torex is like no 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 and they will now roll for initiative everyone let's see so um all right 
Okay, so Inbell is at uh 2222222. Oh, Inbell is standing good. 17. Sasha gets a 6. And then uh, Jameson gets a 12. Then Torek will also join this combat. He gets a 3. And then Willow Wisps a 4 and a 3. So Bell goes first and looks at Torek who seem to be no who seem to know what the fuck is going on and he goes like what do we do? And Torek is like hit it and he will do just that. He goes in with his sword to smack it. And he does. With seventeen he does. <laughs> yeah, I think. Seventeen, so it's one D eight plus four. So he gets then reduced to five and then Jameson goes next and he goes after the same guy and he misses with his eight and seven which is like twelve and fourteen new no, he misses so eight and seven so it's thirteen and fourteen and then who goes next oh Sasha goes next Sasha will turn into a wolf. Now Sasha will turn into a what? Wolf? Yeah, a wolf. So he would also get advantage. So I'll take that 11 and then 16. He gets a hit. 2d6 plus 3. And there's also some other stuff. DC, troll, on a be. Well, those guys can be not prone. So 4, 5, 8, 4. So that will always be still alive, and then it's Torek's turn, and he will just turn undead. And those guys, first one fails with the three, second one fails with the three, and so it's now Will Wisp's turn, and they will start going away. And Torek goes like, We're not out of the woods yet, we're not out of the woods, and so let's go. Maybe I will. Will go out of the room and into the corridor, and he sees the willow wisp there, and he jumps it. And wow, what? What's my bonus? You, it's a miss. And then Jameson goes after the same guy. Fourteen, natural. So I'll take that fourteen. So he jumps him, and then with his bonus, he will. Yeah, that's a three, seven. Okay, so Jameson goes in on the narrow corridor and sort of vaults off uh, Nibal's mill back and steps straight in straight into the center of this glowing orb thingy and that disperses it. And then they start moving down the corridor and uh, they start running and running and Torik is going like, Hey, follow me! I know where where we put him and so they go they go down this corridor and um, they enter a circular room where there's a there's this uh, urn on the table and as they try to get near Tori goes like no 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 don't don't just remove it it's it's trapped and just as he says that a uh, uh, like black uh, entity comes out from like black smoke emanates from the, the urn and it says betrayers 
who have betrayed, you shall suffer. And Doric, Nibelnev, and uh, actually everyone will make a wisdom saving throw. Damn, everyone failed. And so uh, now everyone shall do a round of combat on everyone else. So Nibel will attack Sasha. And Sasha has a 14 armor class, that's a hit. And then Jameson will attack Torek. That's a 3. And Torek will attack with his quarter staff. Nibel, that's a miss. So the only one and Sasha will attack Nibel. 12 plus 5. That's ooh, that's a 17. Cool. So the only one who finds purchase on someone is Nibel Mel. And he does a 6 damage. Is that wolf still standing? It should be. Yup, the wolf is still okay. So he's max the wolf and then everyone is like, oh my what the fuck is oh and that guy goes again like Betray us, betray us. So everyone goes again, but this time they will try to attack that guy. Nibel hits with a 16. This is uh, Jameson misses, and let's see, Sasha. That's still a miss. So, like always, Nibel is the only one. 7 plus. Alright, and Torek will go for a guiding bolt. And it's a hit. That is six damage. Alright, so they hit it a couple of times and they go back and forth for a bit. And now, uh, actually, at this point, Sasha would just jump that thing. By thing, I mean Urn. Would just jump over it and smash it down to the floor. And as he does, the, the smoky thing disappears. And they can hear the echoing silky voice of Yakasha going, <laughs> You, but you fail. And so you shall die. And everything starts uh, you know, crumbling and uh, starting to fall down among them. And so, uh, so they, start, they start running through the, the small alcoves and uh, being led by uh, this uh, this band of uh, priests and i will do a saving throw for the priests and they pass and i will do a saving throw for the group with uh, nibel mev's uh, uh, strength and they pass actually let's see for the other guys oh sasha passes oh i actually rolled Really well. Alright, so everyone manages to uh, get from room to room in a relative safe uh, manner without uh, getting hurt by some sort of uh, uh, debris falling or uh, uh, trampling one another or any of that uh, stuff, right? And then they, uh, let's see. Alright, and now it's actually uh, for Torek because it's a very stressful situation and he must act on instinct. Uh, I'll roll a 
intelligence check. And they roll well. I roll a natural 17. And so uh, under the leadership of uh, of Torek, everyone, uh, he remembers the way because that was the role uh, for. So he remembers the way and he takes them uh, in a safe manner uh, by by corridors that uh, weren't really uh, trapped to, um, weren't booby trapped, right, to fall. But they keep falling and falling uh, just behind them. And then they do this, uh, you know, slow move run towards the exit. And then they jump out just as uh, the last uh, debris are falling. Oh my God, that was a close one. Thank you, thank you, Torek, for leading us out. I wouldn't have, uh, well, I wouldn't leave you in there, Nibble. You know, I hired you and your guys, and so uh, it was my responsibility to uh, go out and take you with me, and so here we are. Now, I think we should uh, get on the road, and with that, the current adventure comes at an end. So, so if you're still listening, I would like to ask you to subscribe to this uh, podcast, whether uh, you're on Android or you're on uh, iTunes. Uh, I have actually not tested this, but I can try. I can just go into my phone and see what the fuck is going on pew pew all right and probably need to okay so i'm not screwing up all right hey google play the adventurers log podcast sure D adventurers log here's where you got to and that's about it you can oh shut up me uh you just have to go in uh, talk to Google and say to just play uh, the Adventures Log podcast. Also on iTunes, you can definitely find me. Uh, share, like, subscribe, you know the drill. Until next time, once again, and until next time, and I will hear you, and you will guys hear me, and you will guys hear me in the next episode.